0: We just want our kids to be happy. We want them to do everything, anything and everything that fulfills their dreams. I always tell my kids, dream big. And I try to do that myself and be a good example of that and have them believe that they really can do anything because they can
1: That's Heather Osmond. I'm Greg Baird. You're listening to the Photo Gregor Podcast. Welcome back to the Photo Gregor Podcast. I speak in this episode to Heather Osmond of Osmond Designs. She is an entrepreneur and a mother, and we talk about her kids and her her business, which is an interior design business and furniture sales, and, you know, she just emanates kind of a goodness that i really like so i hope you enjoy this episode and i hope that as you listen that you're getting ideas for ways that you can improve your own life and ways that you can start following your dreams too anyway here's heather Welcome back to the Photo Grigger Podcast. I'm Greg. I'm here with Heather Osmond today. Heather, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you, Greg?
1: Doing so good. Thank you for asking. I want to talk to you all about your furniture empire. <laughs> 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 I actually knew you way back when you were starting. Like, you didn't even have a location yet. And I was working at, a bu- at an auto shop. And you were getting a delivery truck ready, and I helped fix that up for you. Oh,
0: I love that.
1: It's been kind of full circle. I I didn't have any contact with you for a while, but tell me why you wanted to start a furniture business.
0: You know what, Greg? I think every business, every person has a story. And um, my general philosophy for myself is never pay retail. I was a real estate agent, and I would go into people's homes, and I would be horrified. I knew that they needed help rearranging furniture and giving them suggestions and ideas on how to improve their space. I went to—I'm a Utah girl, so I went to Provo High, BYU. When I was at BYU, I took some interior design classes, some business classes, some advertising classes, And I never thought in a million years I would use interior design for my profession, but I really loved it. And as I was a real estate agent, I I knew that people needed help. So I started helping my own clients with interior design, and then other real estate agents started hiring me to help with their clients. And I became so busy doing that. That I actually started hiring friends and neighbors and people from BYU and uh, industry leaders to come and help. So, back in the day, there were big box stores yes. and they would buy 300 of the same sofa. Mm-hmm. And so there were 10 different sofas, and every neighbor in the world, you know, seven of your neighbors had the same sofa, the same dining room set, the same bedroom set. And then of course, there were the the really expensive design stores that had ten thousand fifteen thousand dollars sectionals, which I knew you know, most people couldn't afford.
1: No, not at all.
0: Not at all. And so there wasn't really a whole lot in the middle. And okay. I realized that there were some really great companies that made a hundred of a different product, you know, hundred sofas, for example. And the big box store only bought two. Well, there were 98 that no one ever saw. And so I knew that you could have unique furniture that all of your neighbors didn't have. And you could have a great price point. And that was kind of the humble beginnings of Osmond Designs.
1: I want to rewind to what you said in the very beginning. You were talking about that real estate agents and these clients of yours and your, your friends' clients needed help. What does that mean? Does that mean that they're trying to sell their house and they need the house to look just right in the photos so that they can sell it easier? I mean, what are you talking about?
0: So in today's world, it's more important than ever to have your home staged. There are so many builders that spend big money on model homes to make sure that their space feels warm and inviting and cozy cozy and really shows off that home better than, you know, the other model home down the street. So right now, specifically, online shopping is more important than ever. Before someone ever makes an appointment to come and look at your home, they always look online. So Greg, I know you were in the photography business and you probably know this as great as much as anyone, but great photos help sell anything. So specifically in in the home industry, in the real estate industry, I was telling you um, right before we started this show that I actually host my own KSL Home Show. And it's on every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. And And what's the name? It's called the KSL Home Show. Oh. Yes.
1: (laughs) I don't think I read the subtext very well there.
0: No, you're good. Um, And we have industry leaders we have real estate agents, we have subcontractors on this show every single week. It airs every Saturday at 11 a.m. And we get to talk about all these great things. Because you're in the photography industry, I want to emphasize how important staging your home is, making sure that it's beautiful. You can have a very functional home. It can be livable, but it can also be be beautiful too um, and if you're planning on selling your home, it's more important than ever for buyers walking through a home a home that it is staged beautifully, half of the time it just means taking half of the stuff out right all of your your personal items and just making sure that the scale that the style is appropriate for the home
1: okay, that makes sense um so tell me when you first started what was what was the big challenge of starting your own business? Oh, there I, know are... there's, I know there's like 200 challenges, <laughs> but what, what's the big one that you always look back at, back at and say, you know, I really did a good job getting over this hurdle.
0: Yeah, I think there are so many challenges starting a new business. And I love supporting local businesses because I know how hard I worked to start my business. But I think one of the biggest challenges always, of course, employees. And I think that one of my strengths is getting a great team together that works together. So that synergy, that loyalty and um, having great people that listen and work together. So teamwork makes the dream work, right? They always say that, but I think that's one of our success stories of Designs. So
1: so who were some of those people that you got early on that really were instrumental?
0: Yeah. So I have people on my team right now that were there within the first couple of years and are still with me today. And that's something I'm really proud of. I Don't, think, don't
1: forget your mechanics too.
0: Yes, our mechanics like Greg over here <laughs> that helped us fix our box truck.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I always say hire people that are smarter than you, right? Have them be people that have skills that you don't have. Um, I think that's been one of my, my greatest assets to my business is is their ideas, their expertise in areas that I never would have thought of.
1: I bet there's somebody who you brought on because you knew them, but they've kind of turned into an expert. like wh- like uh, what kind of growth have you seen in your people?
0: Yeah, I think in the beginning. I looked for designers that looked good on paper. Maybe they had a degree or they had a lot of years of experience. But one thing I've learned in my business is some of my best designers don't have degrees. They just have natural talent. In our business, we do a lot of Parade of Homes. You've probably heard of Utah Valley Parade of Homes, Salt Lake Parade of Homes. Park City showcase of homes. I mean, there's so many across the Wasatch Front, but but some of my very best designers work on these projects, and they they're artists. Yeah, and they take a lot of pride. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is, "If you do what you love, you never have to work another day in your life." And I think that has been Osmond Designs for me. I have four kids, but Osmond Designs is definitely my fifth child. I love it. I didn't realize that I had that gift and talent. It's something that I really um, take to heart. It's it's serious for me. Being invited into someone's home is, is almost a sacred responsibility for me. And I think more than ever, having a home be a place that you love to be is more important than ever, especially with the pandemic. A lot of us slowed down and we canceled our vacations and we we almost were forced to be with our spouse, our kids, our neighbors. And and I think um, industry standards, even across the nation, specifically in Utah, people spent more time and more money on remodeling or right sizing their home, either moving up or moving down, you know, getting a larger home, getting a smaller home based on their needs, based on their desires, needing a home office, needing more bedrooms so that they could have a home gym, maybe in the basement or, you know, making sure that their home was exactly how they needed it to be.
1: Yeah. And speaking of that, what um, what impact did the pandemic have on Osmond Designs?
0: Oh, we have been drinking out of a fire hydrant since the (laughs) pandemic happened. I think that a lot of the local businesses closed at the time. I know there were even some big box stores that closed. Um, Me personally, I, I knew that I had employees that needed to make their mortgage and needed to pay bills. And so I wanted to give them the opportunity to work. But I also wanted to give employees that did not feel comfortable working the option not to work as well. And so being a small business, I tried to be very sensitive to those needs. I um, gave people the opportunity to work if they wanted to, and we stayed open. We had enough employees that wanted to be there, and we sold so much product. Um, I think it was because we had stuff that was in stock. People could come and pick it up. We have two square foot stores, and then we have a 10,000 square foot warehouse. And so people came with their trucks and trailers, and they picked it up the same day where there were some supply chain problems and challenges for people that did not have those large showrooms. And A lot of the small furniture stores, we do special orders, but those special order lead times were six months, nine months, 12 months out in a lot of cases. And people just didn't want to wait that long. So we sold a ton and we continue to sell so much product.
1: Did the product you sell, did it change during the pandemic? I
0: think that people always love great rooms. We sold a ton of upholstery. That's really where you spend 90% of your time is that family room. That's right off the kitchen. And then, of course, the master bedrooms. People always splurge in those areas and then um, maybe move that furniture to a guest room or a kid's room. So I would say more than ever, we we sold sofas and sectionals and dining tables
1: and master bedroom sets so the places where people spend every day all day during a pandemic when you can't go anywhere
0: exactly outdoor furniture actually blew up too which oh, i yeah, never okay. thought of because i think people just got tired of being inside and so they used those decks and patios more than ever and and retrofitted some of those outdoor spaces to accommodate just another outdoor setting and and it it really is interesting because people would work outside it was beautiful weather for a lot of that time. And so I think that was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, I I did enjoy that time. Um, I was very lucky to not lose a job. And I was very lucky to have a place, a refuge, my home to come to with my family. Well, or not to come to, to be in 24-7.
0: Yeah, and I think people are working from home more than ever. So we actually sold a lot of office furniture, desks and chairs. And at that time, um, a lot of the schools shut down, as you know. And so kids were remoting in to do schoolwork, which was quite the challenge, especially with the mom and the dad and the kids all home. We all needed those quiet spaces so that we could actually get our work done and do business as usual.
1: Speaking of kids, you've got four.
0: I have four amazing kids.
1: You do. And I know one of them. Yes, Um, you do. I don't know the rest. (laughs) Let's talk about Jocelyn for a second. Sure. She is a whirlwind. And she's amazing. Um, What makes you most proud of her?
0: You know, I love that Jocelyn, well, first of all, let me just introduce Jocelyn. Jocelyn is 15 years old and she's 15 going on 25. I think she's one of the most mature teenagers I've ever met in my life. In fact, she has her own radio show with KSL. It's called the Teen Talk Show. So most of the KSL listeners here um, are my age and my mom's age, and um, they're really trying to promote a younger audience. And so I, I know that Jocelyn is making a difference for teenagers. She is passionate about wanting to help people. And that's one thing I really admire about her. Not only is she beautiful, She's smart, she has a heart of gold and really spends a lot of time and is very prayerful about making sure that she is doing what she can to bless her friends and her family's lives. So that's one thing that I really admire about Jocelyn.
1: Yeah, I I feel that too. She uh she's impacted me that way and I don't think she really knows it or understands yet. Maybe she, <laughs> maybe she's too young to really understand, but uh I look to I look up to her in a couple of ways, and and mostly it's because of the way she treats people. Um, and she recently, I guess it's been oh my gosh, it's been eight months now. It's not very recent, but she won the Miss Utah's Outstanding Teen pageant.
0: She did,
1: and that was kind of that kind of came out of nowhere. Did, like, what you guys went from not participating in that organization yet to being the, the state winner overnight, what happened?
0: <laughs> right. So I did pageants when I was young. When I was a senior in high school, I did the Miss Teen Utah, which then feeded into the Miss USA pageant or Miss Teen USA pageant, I should say. So there's two big lines. There's Miss USA and Miss America, and both of those have teen pageants. So I won the Miss Utah teen. Jocelyn won the Miss Utah's Outstanding Teen. At the time, I didn't know anything about the Miss Utah's Outstanding Teen Pageant. That, that pageant was new to me. I'd never participated. And um, so in my office, I have my crown from my Miss Utah Teen Pageant. I also did a Mrs. America Pageant when Jocelyn was just a few months old. And in my office, I have both of those crowns and photos and things in my office. And I'm really proud of that. And it's something that I love. So ever since Jocelyn was about five years old, she said, mom, I'm going to be your pageant girl. And I always just laughed about it. and never really thought anything about it. But this past year, Jocelyn asked me, she said, am I old enough to do a pageant yet? And I said, I honestly have no idea. Let's check it out. (laughs) That would be fun. Right. And I haven't done pageants for years and years and years. Jocelyn's 15 years old. So at least 15 years, but, We started doing some research and the Miss Utah's Outstanding Teen Pageant came available. Jocelyn signed up. There were 42 other girls that also participated and these are some of the most outstanding girls in the state of Utah. Agreed. I think so. And they compete in talent, an interview, an evening gown, and physical fitness and Jocelyn won every single category and rumor has it that She actually was one of the top scores for Miss Congeniality as well, because she's a sweetheart. She is. And I was blown away. I, I just remember sitting in the audience. I felt like I was paralyzed a little bit, just watching in awe of how beautiful she was and how poised she was. And that was without a lot of training or preparation. It's just who she is. And then recently she competed in the, Miss America's Outstanding Teen and represented Utah and she made top 10 and I was absolutely blown away. I didn't think she could have improved anything from the Utah pageant, but she took it up a notch. And what I love most is even though Jocelyn didn't win and she was disappointed that she didn't make top five or didn't score higher, she told me with all sincerity, Mom, I left it all on the field there isn't one thing I would have changed. And I was genuine Jocelyn. And that's another thing that I love about her is she's, she's not afraid to be herself. And at the end of the day, it's their loss because Jocelyn would have been a great Miss America's outstanding teen, even though I know there were other girls there and the girl that they chose is the right girl for the job. So
1: sure. Well, and I, as much as I, uh, Admire Jocelyn for who she is and how she conducts herself. You think to yourself, "There's one of those in every state, and it's or
0: many, many you know, in every sure, state." Yeah,
1: sure, but you you can only send one to the Miss Pageant, and it's uh, well, when you start thinking, no, there's there's gonna be at least you know forty five or fifty of these people competing against her. Um, yeah. It kind of puts it in perspective. Um, how did she feel? Uh, how did she feel she impacted um, the other contestants?
0: You know what? I feel like Jocelyn is just a light to the world. And I don't think she even realizes the power of an influence that she has. I know we were just talking about that, but she is genuine and she's sincere and she cares about people. And I think at age 15, and even just being a teenager, usually we're all, I, at least I'm speaking for myself and my friends, teenagers are usually all about themselves. And they're so worried about what they're wearing, how their hair looks, what people think about them. But I, I've noticed that as soon as Jocelyn gets ready for the day, she leaves for school and it's all about everyone else. And I really, really love that about her. And I think we need more teenagers that are just like that. I think when she was at the Miss America's Outstanding Teen Pageant, I think she made friends very, very quickly. And I can't imagine that they won't think highly of Utah. I think she made her family proud. I think she made the state proud. She definitely made me proud.
1: Yeah, well and I want to echo that. You're saying these things and you're a mom and I want to echo that and say that's all true. That's not just mom speak is what I'm saying.
0: I'm a little biased, but you, I think I you think are, it is but true. it's also true. It is true. I <laughs> know, uh, it really is.
1: So, let me ask you. Um I know Jocelyn Tell me about your other kids. What are what are they doing? What are you proud of with them?
0: Oh, Alexis is my oldest. She's 24 and Alexis is a sweetheart. She's the type of girl that would give you a shirt off of her back. And right now she is a commercial real estate agent and she's being mentored by some of the best of the best in the state of Utah. So I'm very, very proud of her. She's such a hard worker. She lives in Vineyard and has a cute dog named Ozzy, and she's just loving her life, dating. She's not married, so she's an eligible bachelorette, and she's awesome. So Paige is 22. She's my second oldest. Paige um, has always been a rock star herself. When she was 12 years old, she actually auditioned and tried out to be Clara for the Radio City Rockets show in New York City. And she...
1: That's for uh, what? What production is that, Clara? It's,
0: it's a Radio City. So there's lots of local um, rocket or Christmas
1: spectacular shows. Sorry, I guess I was looking. That's for Nutcracker, right? It's it's or a, or a variation version,
0: variation of Nutcracker, okay. but it's the biggest and best in the country. Yeah. So it's a Radio City famous Rocket's page audition to be the little girl named Clara, and she got it. Wow. So that was amazing. <laughs> so I'm really proud of Paige. She's another one of those that's just going for it, you know, working her guts out. Um, that was her claim to fame when she's 12. She's now 22. Just within the last couple of years, I helped her start her own business. It's called Dry Bar, it's a hair salon and they do blowouts. There are 140 locations in the country and they didn't have any in Utah. So we tied up the franchise rights for all of Utah. So Paige is running that. She does not do hair, but she's a little mom boss. I guess she's not a mom boss. She's a girl boss. She's not married, not a mom. Sorry, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to make that slip, but well, she's we're, we're she's a hard ahead. worker. <laughs> yes, looking ahead. So she also lives in Vineyard, dating. She's an eligible bachelorette. Um, both of my girls are awesome. Then I have Landon. My only boy. He's Oreo'd in the middle, so I have girl, girl, boy, girl. Landon's 18. He recently graduated from Sky Ridge High School, and he was a basketball star. He's awesome. So proud of him. He works so so hard. And right now, he's currently getting ready to serve an LDS mission. His mission portal is open. He just recently had his wisdom teeth out, and his physical is done he's checking all those boxes and and hopefully we'll be receiving a mission call here in the next few months
1: any predictions
0: Ooh, i i know landon would love to go to texas
1: that's I'm the a, place huh
0: i think he's loving that um i think as a mom i want him to stay here in the states especially with everything with covid and recently has been going on in the, the in the world um I think I would sleep a little better if he were at least, you know, within a few hours of getting on a plane and coming home. But um, I know that Landon will do great wherever he is.
1: For those who don't know, um, these missionaries from the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, they put in their eligibility and they volunteer, but they don't have any choice where they go. So... It's it's become kind of a rite of passage for these people to get all their friends together and open that big envelope. I guess it's an email now, but they open it up and and uh, read it. And there's always like three paragraphs of preamble, and then it says where you're going and what language you're speaking. I myself went to Spain speaking Spanish, and so awesome. I recently got a video from a college friend who had recorded the whole thing on a camcorder. Wow! Yeah, we're talking about when camcorders wow. were for special people who had lots of money, and uh, that's priceless. It was because I had forgotten about some of those friends, and the, they did a very wise thing, and they panned the room. And anyway, so when when she says he's t- that Landon is waiting for his mission call, uh, he's he's doing the paperwork, but he has no choice where yeah. he goes, really.
0: And I think people don't realize that it's two years of your life. That you're volunteering at age 18, 19, 20, right? In right in
1: your prime, yeah.
0: Exactly. And it's all at your own expense as well. Yeah. It's pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, and this podcast, um, we've had hints of that kind of thing on this podcast before, but uh, I, I felt like we needed to explain that a little bit for the person who's listening who has no clue. Sure. Um, so what do you want for them? I mean, they're all just starting out in their businesses and um, with their life goals and missions and and things, what do you want for them? What's the long-term goal for you as a mom?
0: Yeah, I think all of us moms can agree that we just want our kids to be happy. We want them to do everything, anything and everything that fulfills their dreams. I always tell my kids, dream big. And I try to do that myself and be a good example of that. and have them believe that they really can do anything because they can. And, um, I'm their biggest supporter in whatever, biggest cheerleader in whatever their hopes, dreams, and wishes are.
1: Cool. And what's your, what's your goal, your longer term plan for the business? I mean, where do you want to be with that by the time you say retire or, or leave that as an inheritance? So what, where do you want that to be?
0: Yeah. So Osmond Designs for me really is something I'm passionate about. Like I'd mentioned before, there really is no place like home. And I think Dorothy from Wizard of Oz probably said that the best. Um, my goal for Osman Designs in the beginning, I thought I wanted to franchise it across the country and take over the world. And I think as I'm Older and wiser, I think I could still do that if I decided to. But I think that um, trading money for my time isn't worth it. And I could make Osmond Designs amazing, but at what expense? Um, Right now, I feel like maybe just taking over Utah (laughs) is good enough for me. I I think that we've definitely made a dent here in Utah. I'm very proud of the success that we've had. And I hope to just really focus on the individual needs of our clients and do the very best that we can with that. We've been featured on Forbes magazine, El Decor, um, obviously all the Utah Valley Parade of Homes, Salt Lake, um, Best of State, Utah business queue. I mean, so many magazines and publications giving us awards and accolades, but my greatest awards have always been just the one-on-one interactions with clients. And it's so fulfilling. And every day I pinch myself and can't believe I get paid to do this because I've made the best friends. So I think for now, I am just raising my kids. Jocelyn's 15. So in a few years, I'm going to be an empty nester. I can't believe it. We, ha- we do own some land right by the Lehigh Traverse Mountain outlets right there. There's a strap tank and a Hyatt Hotel. And in the next year or two, I will be building a brand new modern Osmond design store, which doesn't exist in all of Utah. Um, and I'm, I'm actually very excited about that. So that would be next on the horizon for me.
1: Is this the world debut of that idea?
0: You know, we've talked about it on my KSL Home show, oh, but dang. yes, Greg, you're number two. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm always number two. Always,
0: you're, you're the bridesmaid. Yes. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> oh, ouch.
0: Oh, just kidding.
1: Well, if I could look as good as a bride, bridesmaid, that would be That would be, <laughs> That'd okay. be good. Yeah, I need, to take get, it. I need to grow my hair back though. Uh, listen, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate your thought and your candor, and I really appreciate um the vision that you bring to your life and i appreciate you for well for bringing Jocelyn around the pageant system i'm i'm i've been involved with that for a while and she is like many of the other people that i've met in that system she's amazing
0: that's so nice thank you well i don't think we've seen the last of her i think she's now caught the pageant bug and sees what that can do in people's lives and how it's changed her life and improved her own life so Really, really grateful to know you, Greg, and thank you so much for the invite to be on your podcast today.
1: Anytime, I can't to wait. I can't wait to see what you all do, and I can't wait to see what she does. Um, and eventually, we'll get her on this show too. But uh, for now, let's sign off and uh, and say that you're taking over Utah and possibly the world one divan at a time.
0: <laughs> one divan. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Greg. Really appreciate you.
1: You too. See ya. Today's episode is brought to you by growth. Yes, I said growth. Um, I've made a lot of growth in my photography and my editing recently, and I just really feel thankful that I have a chance to work on my talents and work on my hobbies and make sure that the work I'm putting out is good. And it gets better all the time. And I love the progress I've made. And I just want to say that whatever you're working on, keep going. It's worth it to see it through to completion. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes only a couple of months or, or a day. But keep working on things. And, you know, never be satisfied with where you're at. But be happy that you're progressing and be happy that uh, that you've got growth to make. I don't believe this life is worth anything unless we're growing, so that's where I'm at this week, today, Um, and I just want to encourage you in whatever you're doing. welcome back this episode is brought to you by (coughs) this episode is brought to you by me greg
0: sweet
1: we did it